welcome to our new Statehouse mobile podcasting sprinter. You'll see a lot more of our podcast in this setting. We still have our uh, our home studio, um, and I'll explain more about that a little later. Today, I want to spend some time talking about the recap for 2023, some of the things that occurred at the at the legislative session, what we covered, um, and then a forecast of 2020 into 2024 of uh, what that's all going to mean for the election cycle. As 2023 came about, January, we started our legislative session, our general session, which for our listeners and viewers that uh, don't know, uh, the Texas will meet 140 days every two years, and this was, and, and it's on an odd year, so this is the year uh, that we meet for a, a general session, which is uh, from January to May. And at the beginning of the session, they call that the regular session. At the beginning of the session, the governor and lieutenant governor set out their priorities of issues that they expect to cover that are the most uh, critical to the state. And um, those are then uh, proposed as legislation amongst all the other thousands of pieces of legislation. But these are their priorities. And um, the debate through the, through the legislative body begins. We covered some of these issues throughout uh, 2023. Uh, if you'll go back and, and remember, we had a series on school choice and parental rights. We talked about teacher pay raise. We talked about border security and child trafficking. We had this, the comptroller and talked about the state budget. And we talked uh, a lot at the beginning about how the state was going to fix the current medical cannabis program that the state passed in 2015 to correct it so that um, veterans and disabled and rural Texans can actually get access to it. People that are suffering with chronic pain um, and other conditions. Uh, one important thing that I think is important to note about that issue is that uh, one of the statistics that most of the legislature didn't know is that the veterans the veteran population, which is about 2 million in the state of Texas, uh, probably 90% of them are having to access uh, cannabis medical products outside of the Texas program. And you might ask yourself, why would they want to do that? Well, it's hard to get uh, Texas products because there's not enough providers. Um, and why would they use cannabis? Because they don't want to be on opioids. Uh, people with pain, people suffering from PTSD and other conditions don't want to be on opioids. And so a better alternative that works is a medical cannabis product, which is, which is, uh, is what every, uh, every veteran that's out there that, that uh, is using the product will tell you. Um, people sitting, um, you know, confined to a wheelchair um, with chronic pain because of that also seek out the same kind of treatment. And they were and there was legislation to fix that problem this session as well, amongst all of the other overarching issues. Early in the session, the legislature were passing a lot of the priority bills. Uh, they passed, uh, uh, and these are, these are Republican priority uh, legislation, ban on uh, puberty blockers, uh, broadband access, water infrastructure, 
Um, a, a lot of these bills passed, and in the early part of the session, which is the honeymoon period, uh, for those of us that are, do this, you know, on a on a biannual basis, um, the first couple of months are usually the best months to get anything done because people still like each other, and um, nobody's done anything to anybody else to to cause anybody to um, have uh, you know want to get retribution of any kind, and in a legislative process it's all about relationships it's all about um it's not always about what's the right thing to do uh, as luck as we'd all like it to be uh sometimes um there is retribution for things that people do to other people's legislation that could be beneficial to their district and because of that then um in return they want to sabotage someone else's that happens a lot it happens every session it is part of the process um, it's distasteful, but it is part of the process. There's nothing you can do about that. And you just have to work around those issues. But one of the major issues that was a priority for both uh, Governor Abbott and for Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick was property tax relief. And probably around March, April was when we started to see a rift beginning to develop between the House of Representatives and the Texas Senate. Um, there were a couple of pieces in it. I won't go into great detail um, uh, uh, about those because we can. We'll have a session on that. But I, but the the gist of the of this issue is that there were a couple of pieces, um, one on homestead exemption and one on property tax relief in uh, in general for for Texas uh, taxpayers, and uh, the House of Representatives was refusing to take. The homestead exemption piece in that bill. What ensued from that is that the remainder of the session, which is April and May, which is really the most important time because that's when everything's happening, uh, most legislation died. So the things I just talked about, um, trying to fix the medical cannabis uh, bill, teacher payway, school choice, all of those issues, um, they, they didn't pass. And so what we ended up with is a session that ended uh, pretty dramatically with nothing done on those or on uh, property tax relief. The governor, the day after the session ended, which is sine die for those that are listening that, that don't follow this process as close as some others, uh, the last day of session, sine die, uh, Governor Abbott uh, decided he would call uh, a special session, the first special session, which would start the day after, and that's a th and the special session is thirty days um, that the governor has the authority to call them back into session to try and pass um, a specific piece of legislation, and it has to be on what they call the call, and in this case, it was property tax relief. Uh, nothing happened in the first special session. Um, there were there were uh, members that just didn't show up to work. Um, and so we went into a second special session. Second special session, they finally came to an agreement. Otherwise, they knew they'd be there over and over again until they did get some agreement. And, and really, when you look at the disagreement, it wasn't on the Democrat side. It was between Republicans and Republicans. Some Republicans were in favor of giving both the, the uh, homestead exemption and others on the House side were not. So, again... A battle between the Senate and the House ensued. Uh, the Senate ultimately won and got both pieces, and we now have the largest property tax relief 
um, in the history of Texas that was passed in the second special session. Right after that, then we went into another uh, surreal time when the attorney general of the state of Texas was uh, went under impeachment. Now, he, he impeachment trial. Now, I should back up a little bit because actually during the legislative session, the House of Representatives voted with the help of some Republicans to impeach the attorney general, uh, kick him out of office. And then the Senate then has to hold a trial based on the impeachment uh, that the House has just passed. That occurred in September after the two special sessions. And um, a lot of time was spent, a lot of money was spent. He ultimately was acquitted by the Senate and not impeached. After that happened, then we went into the third special session, and now we're on another priority for Governor Abbott, and that was uh, school choice and the right of parents to take their children to the school of their choice based upon the property taxes that they, that they pay. So after four special sessions, we completed some of the priorities, some of the Republican priorities, but we failed to pass a lot of the legislation and a lot of the issues that are, that are critical to the state of Texas. And why did this happen? Because of the rift that formed between the House and the Senate, uh, the House taking some actions that were in complete opposition to what the Senate wanted to do and what the governor wanted to do. So Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and Speaker Phelan could no longer uh, have productive conversations about what was going to happen with the legislation going forward. As we go into part two, we're going to talk about how this is all going to impact in a major way this next election cycle. And if you'll uh, please subscribe so that you get notification when part two comes out, we're going to talk a lot about how this is going to impact the 2024 election cycle and how it could change the dynamics in Texas. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Statehouse. You can find this podcast anywhere you find your podcast today. If you like our program and you want to see more, please subscribe, like it, share it with others. If you've got a comment, leave us a comment. Anything that makes us better, we appreciate. And we really appreciate, if you like it, to give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.